So we uh, started last night. We started last night the sugya of wine. What the sugya of wine is, is essentially a sugya of a change, and yet it at least maintains the bracha. In fact, it even got an upgraded in the bracha. So that was the sugya of wine. And we, we discussed and we had a three-pronged reason why wine gets its own bracha. It's ishtani liyule, it's soyid, umesameach, it, it gets an upgrade, it satiates, and it's mesameach. And that's why wine gets a bracha. In contrast, the Gemara contrasted last night, olive oil. The olive oil, even though it doesn't lose its bracha, but it doesn't get a better bracha. And that was the Gemara's topic last night. Why doesn't olive oil also get a better bracha? But we did see that olive oil last night gets a beire priha eitz. And like we said last night, except like the chazanish, olive oil is the only product expressed from fruit that would maintain a ha'etz. When we drink apple juice and orange juice and apricot nectar and you know all those spring tut banana, we, we don't we don't make uh, we don't make a special bracha. We make a shahaka on all fruit juices. Olive oil is the only thing you make ha'etz on. To which the Gemara, I was waiting for you to start to, to, from what you said last night. So the Gemara says we are about six lines from the bottom of Lamed Hayamid Beis. Gufa. We said previously. Shemen Zayas, olive oil, you would make a ha'etz on olive oil. Says the Gemara, when exactly would you make ha'etz on olive oil? When, when is that scenario that you would make a ha'etz on olive oil. You know, it's not like you sit down and eat a bowl of cholent, so you make a brach on it. That's a complicated one. But it's not like you sit down and eat a bowl of olive oil. Says the Gemara, okay, let's say you do. If you say you're just drinking it, it damages you. It's unhealthy to drink straight olive oil. In fact, the Gemara proves it. Now, whenever you want to know if it's a normal way of doing something or not, the litmus test is truma. Because the Torah says if a person eats truma illegally, he pays a surcharge. You have to pay the karen plus a chaymish. So you have to pay back 120%. That's only if you eat truma. If you consume truma in a way that is not labeled eating, then it's regular damaging, then all you pay back is straight up 100%, not 120%. So if you ever want to know if it's a normal way of consuming something, look up the din in truma, and you'll see. If you pay the surcharge by truma, then that's a normal way of consuming it because the surcharge comes from eating truma. If you <coughs> consumed it weirdly, i.e. you damaged it, then you don't pay the surcharge, you just damaged it. You know, it's Negea nowadays in Shemitah. 
you're, you're allowed to go eat perishmita. It's a mitzvah to eat perishmita. It's very nice to eat perishmita so during shemitah. But you're not allowed to destroy it. So sometimes, if your wife like, likes to make a design out of a fruit or a vegetable, that's fine with American fruits. You can't do that to shemitah fruit because you're not eating it. You're destroying it. No one's going to eat that radish after she makes that thing out of it. No one's going to eat that tomato after she makes a chvesnishvos out of it. So you're not allowed to do that. So there's a concept of not eating a fruit, but destroying it. You may like destroying it. It may look pretty. It may taste good even, but you're not allowed to do that. So says the Gemara, If a person drinks olive oil of truma, yeah, you pay the karen. You don't pay the surcharge because it's not eating. But if you use truma oil as a lotion, as an ointment, then you would pay the surcharge because that is the normal way to eat it. Now, let's pause for a second on this Aizuke Masakla. The Gemara said, what's the case that you make a Ha'itz on olive oil? The case is, how do you make Ha'itz on olive oil? If it's that you drank it straight up, you wouldn't make Ha'itz because that damages you. So if everyone could just look in Rashi for one second, Rashi, Aizuke Mazik, about 10 lines from the bottom of the page of Rashi. Aizuke Mazik, Lagufe, it damages your body. Ve'ein zu achila, you're not eating it. And therefore it's not an achila sheteuna bracha that requires a bracha. Degabe bracha v'achaltaksiv. When we talk about brachas, you eat it. If you do something else to it that is not eating, you do not make a bracha. So, I mean, just a, a very bad example is if, for instance, they have to feed someone intravenously, so he's getting nutrition, but he's not eating, so you don't make a bracha in that case. So, oh, so, ra- so why well, you let have an IV like on, uh, um, on, on Yom Kippur? Kippur? I don't mean a sick person. I mean, just not a regular person. It's a hack. Um, so, that's all, that's all it delivers it. It must be Mother. Say, says, says Rashi. Rashi says, if you eat olive oil, said the Gemara, it's Aizuke Mazikle. It's Aizuke Mazikle. And Rashi says it's not an Achila. So, bottom line, if something damages you, you don't make any bracha. That's Rashi Shita. That is most Rishayim Shita. <coughs> the Rambam, though, Paskins in Parak Bays. The Ramam Paskins, that if you drink something or eat something that damages you, you make a shahakal. So it's a major machlikis rishainim, what the Gemara means over here. Which means the Gemara, for our purposes, is saying, you're not making a ha'etz. That's clear. If you chug olive oil. So for our purposes, we're in trouble because you said you make a ha'etz on olive oil. So we, we have to deal with that. We're going to deal with that in two seconds. But what bracha do you make? if you chug olive oil. Well, it damages you. Rashi, therefore, says it's not an achila. And therefore, you don't make any bracha. The Rambam says you make a shahakal. Shulchan Aruch Paskins, like Rashi, and you don't make any bracha. Rashi means that olive oil is not an eichel or the, because you're going to drink that much it's not if you if you drink because, it straight, the bracha is going on the mashu that you're going to drink. Yeah, but if you but drink it... Yeah. Thing, so according to Rashi, I don't understand Rashi. You have to make a bracha. No shear. There's no shear. No. Rashi holds you don't make any bracha because it damages you. 
again, if you can drink a drop, and that's what the brook is going don't say, drink, don't say a drop is healthy. I can drink a quarter of a cup of, 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 of olive oil. Don't say a drop is healthy. It's a, don't don't so specify an amount. Huh? Oh, so they asked that. So the Paiskim asked that. And a hamburger also is a zuke mazikle. Yes, the Gemara. So the Paiskim say that a hamburger is a zuke mazikle in 50 years. Olive oil is a zuke mazikle immediately. You know, so if you drink something that is going to cause you massive damage immediately, you know, yeah, let's say you eat something that's going to cause you immediate ulcer. You eat one of the ghost peppers. And it's going to cause you to burn a hole in your esophagus, off an art. You, so Rashi would hold you don't make a bracha. So Ramon would hold you make a shahagal. Um, Greta Kivager asks on Rashi, if you tell me this far as it's food, just the damages you see, you don't make a, any bracha here. Kivager says Rashi didn't say that. Rashi said, since it damaged you, it's not derachachilis, so you don't make any bracha. Fractor Kivager, by apple juice, why do we make a shahakal? Because that's not the derech achila of apples. So why, why when you don't eat an apple derech achila, but it's apple juice, you make a shahakal? And why when you eat, why when you eat olive oil, which is Rashi saying, do you not make any bracha? That's from Kivager's kasha on, on the way Rashi learns. But Rashi and apples most Rishen... Huh? But that's not as far Rashi says. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, not, let's say you have a whole crop, we're going to designate these. It's 14%. It doesn't, 14%. <laughs> I know the whole. They're 14%. Thing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, I'm saying, you're saying it doesn't matter. Yeah, 14%. Oh, so you missed a good night. <laughs> Rabbi Heinemann said that 14% of apples are used for apple juice. So it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's not normal. 86% of people use apples to eat. So therefore, if you choose to make your apples... They make, uh, they make, uh, they make, uh, no, not an apple juice. Yeah. Anyway. Where's the line of how long it's going to damage? I mean, wine can also damage you. Yeah, so immediately. All these things damage immediately. Azoi, he also said many... You said this in how you transport apple juice in a, in a truck. <laughs> Hey, you stopped the truck. Anyway, says the Gemara. So what's the case? Ella, oh, the way you make, the way you eat apple juice, uh, the way you eat olive oil, and therefore the way, the way you will make a he'etz on olive oil is, Ella de ka'achalie pas. You're eating it with your bread. You sit down, they give you rolls, they give you olive oil to dip it in. So that's when you make the he'etz on, on the olive oil. Says more what? Ihachi havili pas iker. No, then the pas is the iker, vhu tafel, and the olive oil is only a secondary food. It's a tafel, and we know the halacha by iker and tafel. You don't make a brach on the tafel at all. Vhu tafel vitnan zeaklal. This is the rule. Kol shehu iker. Anytime you have a main food, vimei tefila, and with it is a secondary food. You make a bracha on the ikr and it potters the tail. So for instance, if let's say you buy a yogurt and it has yogurt and strawberries and the strawberries are recognizable, you can pick them out, but you're meant to eat them together. So the yogurt is the ikr, the strawberries are the tafel. So you make a shahakal even on the strawberries in the yogurt. We know this halach of ikr and tafel. The classicest example is a piece of herring and kichel 
that you're mainly eating herring, so you make a shahaka on the herring, and you need to eat the kichel because the herring is so salty, so you don't even make a mezainus or a hamaitzi on the kichel. So, says the Gemara, that is a bad example of when you'd make her eights on the olive oil because you're mainly eating bread, so you don't make any broth on the olive oil. Samar says, Ella, I'll tell you the case in which you make a ha'etz on olive oil. Tikashasile alidea nigrin. You drink it in the beet soup. So first of all, some definitions are in order. Dhamma rabba bar shmuel, anigrin is maya de silka. Anigrin is beet soup. Ansigrin is maya de kulo shalki. Ansigrin is a description of vegetable soup. So it was accepted, it was like the, the geschmacker way of eating beet soup is you would put a squirrel of olive oil on top of the beet soup and then you would make a ha'etz on the olive oil because you're eating with the beet soup. Says Gemara, are you not listening to me? No, no, you didn't change the case. You gave me another example of when the olive oil is the secondary food. We learned. Anytime, anytime you have a main food, and with it a secondary food, says the Gemara, no, I'll tell you what's going on here. What's going on here is like this. What's going on is a guy has a sore throat. And it's a very, very, very good idea. This is true even nowadays. If, a, if you have a sore throat, to gargle olive oil. I'll tell you why. Because when you have a sore throat, your voice box is like raw from rubbing against each other. You screamed, you put it out of place, you pushed it up. What you need to do is cover it. Just like when you have a booboo in your hand, you put a band-aid so it doesn't keep banging and getting reopened. So you need to put something on the vocal cords in your sore throat. But how do you put something on it? No problem. You drink oil, and it coats it, and it allows it to heal. It's like chapstick for your chapstick for your vocal cords. So you have a, a sore throat. And you don't want to drink the olive oil straight, because then that's dangerous. So you put the olive oil in your beet soup. But since your real intention is to get a lot of olive oil down your throat, you throw the proportions totally out of whack. Instead of having 90% beet soup, 10% olive oil, as just as a garnish, you flip it. You have 90% olive oil on a very little, you know, it's like Machina Bacher's coffee. It's like seven spoons of sugar and a little bit of coffee. You put a lot of, a lot of oil and a very little, and a very little beet soup. Because, because apparently, <laughs> Apparently, the science was only straight olive oil damage you. If you if you mix it with other foods, it's yeah, it's okay. When a guy is sick, he has a sore throat, and I'll tell you when this is even more negaya. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to take medicine. You're not allowed to take medicine on Shabbos, but you're allowed to eat any food on Shabbos. So for instance, let's say you're a guy, you never drink tea. But when you're sick, you drink tea. Are you allowed to drink tea on Shabbos? Avada, you're allowed to drink tea on Shabbos. It's a food. Even though you only take tea when you're sick. 
Let's say you don't like chicken soup, but everyone knows when you're sick, you take chicken soup. Are you allowed to take chicken soup on Shabbos? Avadi allowed to take chicken soup on Shabbos. Let's say you, you have a sore throat and you want to eat a Halls. You know, one of the one of the cough drops. Are you allowed to take a Halls on Shabbos? Avadi you allowed to take a Halls on Shabbos because it's also a food. So this guy has a sore throat. He wants to deal with it on Shabbos. To take olive oil straight is medicinal. To gargle it straight is medicinal. What you do is you take a little bit of beet soup, and officially you're eating beet soup, which is a mutter thing to do on Shabbos, put in a ton of olive oil, and then drink it very slowly, and then you're getting the benefit of the olive oil while really eating food. And that's this case, that you're eating mostly olive oil. It's not a tafel. It's part of a food, so therefore it takes care of all the problems, the Shabbos problems, the mazik problems. The tanya, a person has a sore throat on Shabbos. You can't straight up gargle oil on Shabbos, because that's medicinal. You could put a lot of oil into the beet soup, Ubeleya, and then swallow the beet soup. So the Mara says, oh, okay. Pshita. Oh, so fine, yeah, you're drinking mostly olive oil. Of course you make a, a ha'etz. This Mara always drove me crazy. Which means, just took us 20 minutes to get the case. We worked hard. And then you drop a pshita on me? No. Where were you for the last 20 minutes? Anyway, says the Mara, pshita. Mara says, no, ma'odetema, I, I may have thought. Kevin de l'orfuah kamachavin. Your intention was medicinal. You shouldn't make a bracha at all. Kamash malon, that it's teaching us a big halacha. If you have hana, you need to make a bracha. So this is a big, so one second. First of all, we have our case of olive oil. When do you make haitz and olive oil? You make haitz and olive oil when you're drinking it with beet soup. So it doesn't damage you, Yankee. But lamaisa, it's derived, so it's not tough, eh? That's when you would make a haitz on an olive oil. Oh, you, you can't see it. Yeah, but if, if, if it's a rave, nicker is only a zach if you crush it. If, if you mix, the olive oil is what it is, and if it's the rave of the mixture, nicker is only, yeah. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's like, maybe it's so, maybe it's so much proportion that it is nicker. And maybe, I think you only say that when you crush a food. But if a food's in its natural state, you don't say it's not nicker. But the other chiddush here is when you're taking something for medicine, if you have hana from it, you have to make a bracha. So, oh, uh, so this is true, hall for sure. The shail is how about tums? Ludens. I think one of them is treif. Could you take tums on Shabbos? If you would not be, if if you would stare at your Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to sleep. Then you could take thumbs on shots. That's, that's, that's every medicine. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So, right. So, right. So, no, it's like, it was, it didn't have any medicinal. Let's start here. Pepto Bismol, Pepto Bismol, Zicher, no, because no one drinks that. No one drinks Pepto Bismol. It's disgusting. So, I know, but you you don't you wouldn't drink it instead of cherry coke. Like I just played a game of basketball. Give me a can of Pepto Bismol. Like you, you you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. So Pepto Bismol is a zikr, no. Tums is like I don't think you would make a bracha on Tums. 
I don't think there's real Hana. When I was a kid, I thought hey, these are good. Yeah. Since I got like five heaven at it, yeah. I'd rather harp. I'd rather harp for the thumbs. Anyway. Um, but but in other words, if it's a food, parrots, if it's a food, for instance, tea, but you're doing purely for medicinal purposes, you still make a bracha. If you have any hana, you make a bracha. That's the. If you hate tea and you're just doing it for medicine, you wouldn't make a bracha. 